Get ready. It's the Fantasy Baseball Guys. Here's Greg Howe and Jason Balance. What is up? Back again. Another Better week. Better than ever. Another week down. Another week to go. Many Lots weeks of week. to go. Many weeks to go. Right. Good for the fans. For the fans. What's going on, guys? We're the Fantasy Baseball Guys. I am Greg, and that across from me is Jason, and we are the Fantasy Baseball Guys. Mm-hmm. That As beautiful you know, f- complexion sitting right across from you. Whatever you say. We'll move on. And Twitter, how can you reach us? That will be at the FB guys. That is at T H E F B guys. We're also on SoundCloud. I, no no iTunes. longer SoundCloud. iTunes, iTunes. And you can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio and search uh, Fantasy Baseball Guys. We'll come up. All of our shows are posted to both iTunes and Blog Talk Radio as soon as we're done. Um, so this week, Prospects. Yes. We're going to talk about some prospects, some guys to stash on your roster. The uh, Super 2 deadline has just passed. The draft is right around the corner, so we thought it would be a good week to talk about some prospects. Potentially, this year's, what, Gary Sanchez, right? I mean, maybe. He just said two, two home runs off David Price the other night. Yes, he did. So, hopefully, one of these guys we talk about can be the provide, next yeah, Gary Sanchez. Can provide that type of uh, impact on your rosters for the second half of this season. Um, and there's some com- couple guys I think have a chance, but I don't. Know I think if anyone, one guy has a chance. Yeah, I don't know if anyone quite has the ability to do what Sanchez did last year, but there definitely are some speedsters, a lot of defensive guys, and it doesn't help too much in fantasy. But um, I think you will see a, a bunch of these guys start to get called up here in the uh, near future. Let's start with a guy that's close to your heart, because I know you know a lot about him, J.P. Crawford. J.P in my eyes, is not ready. And he's getting older. He's now 20, I don't want to say older, but he's 22. Um, He's been in our system for a while. He's been in the top five of the prospects for two years now, and he has not hit the ground running this year. He struggled hitting 193 in AAA. So in my opinion, unless they were to move Freddie Galvis before the trade deadline, I don't see him getting called up. He is may it, actually is get he a singles up. hitter? Is he a he's leadoff not, hitter? Yeah, he's not a power hitter. He's, he's a, but he only has two stolen bases. I, I, I asked I ask that because he has four in 197 at bats, so he has two home runs and four RB, or four doubles. So outside of him not hitting at all, for right? Power he has struggled mightily at the plate. But what has always been his his calling card, his his way to the majors, is his plate discipline. He is. This year he's struck out 39 times. He's walked 36, but, I mean, that's pretty good. But in past seasons, he's always had even more walks than than strikeouts. So his plate discipline is what's going to get him to the big leagues. And then he's a a gold-glove caliber shortstop. So, like I said, I don't see him producing for a fantasy reason just because offensively he's struggling right now. But he will be up at some point. Not really – Someone I'm looking the roster right now, unfortunately. Sad as it is to say. All right. I was just curious. I know. So I'm just gonna say we we hit my uh we hit home with JP Crawford for me. What about Glaber Torres? I think you might have a little bit 
more positivity to talk about. The there. new third baseman for the Yankees here in about yeah. maybe a month. Yeah, they're grooming um, him to as be soon a third as they baseman. get rid of Chase Headley, pretty much. So Headley's hitting what two twenty five. Yeah, not good. Three home runs, and I like Chase Headley. He's a decent ball player. He is a decent ball player, but he's a role player that comes off the bench. Yeah, because if you can't hit as a left-handed hitter for some type of power in New York, then it's probably not in the cards for you. Yep. Um, but it's it's just a matter of time with Torres, pretty much. I think he'll he'll he's going to come up, take over third base, and then maybe next year he'll slide back into the shortstop. I see long term he will be the shortstop for the New York Yankees. But just for needs right now, because the Yankees are in the hunt, and so if, he's a good offensive player, third base, a good spot for him. I mean, as of this year, he's played double-A and triple-A. Yep. He's already sitting 270, 269, pretty much. And, like, let's compare him to Crawford. He, in his 171 at-bats, he's got 12 doubles and six home runs, and he's not a power hitter. And uh, 27 RBIs, 28 walks, 36. 38 strikeouts and seven stone bases. So, from an offensive pretty much, yeah. pretty much a five tool kind of player. Yeah, uh, or a five tool prospect. Whether he becomes a five tool professional baseball good, player, good I point. don't know. But that was that was a big move for getting him back from the Chapman trade. So yeah, I mean, they've as we've talked about, they've retooled faster than I think anyone could imagine. Yeah, um, that's putting it lightly. I think the one guy who really has, in my opinion, the opportunity to come up and be a contributor to the big league club is Yoan Mankata. Yeah. It's an easy bet. He's the number one prospect, but he really is the only one I see that he's had a little bit of experience. He did play for the Red Sox a couple games last year, so he's not fresh off the boat. You know, he's he's seen major league pitching a little bit, and he just has everything you're looking for, power, speed, everything so i think he's already owned in 45 percent of yahoo leagues and he's in the minors so if if you're thinking about stashing mankata you better go get him now and don't get nervous about because he made the big leagues last year and kind of struggled a little bit yeah yep that happens yeah it's actually very beneficial when you get a little bit of playing time look at jackie bradley jr same kind of thing yeah Give them get their feet wet, get their nerves out of the way a little bit, and then they can hone in some of the skills that they saw. Maybe eat a little humble pie. Yep. I didn't know he was as fast as he is. He's a very good stealer. Uh, he has 94 stolen bases in his minor league career with an 86% success rate. That's pretty good for a guy that you, when you think of him, you don't think see speed. So, so if it's me and he's in my free agent pool, I pick him up no matter yeah. if he's a need or not. Yeah. Yep, me too. Um, and especially place he has second base eligibility too. I mean, and we did the same thing with Barrios. I think maybe it was last year or the year before because we yep. were kind of on the fence. And he did okay, right? But he was up. Talk about a like, dynasty kind of player, yeah. like a dynasty league kind if of you're player. In any kind of obviously keeper league. I mean, you should have had yeah. him. Well, he should have been drafted pretty right. much. Yeah. Speaking of Jose Barrios, if you get a second. There's a, a video of one of the nastiest pitches I've ever seen in my life thrown by him. I, you're not you're not ever gonna hit it. It's the most filthy thing I've ever seen. So if you get a second, I forget who it was against, but when I saw it, it I had never seen a ball move that much. I don't think the batter even knew what was coming. So it's a curveball. No, it wasn't even a curveball. It it was just I, a you don't even know the filthiest thing I've ever seen. 
Like Good. a two-seamer that ran back 15 inches. I don't even know. It was, I think everyone looked around and was kind of like, what the heck was that? So if you get a second to check that out, definitely worth it. Hmm. All right, Gregory. My little tidbit. Of, Here's my I'm, little tidbit. I'm a tidbit. Jose Barrios fan. So we'll talk. I talked about a Yankees shortstop converted to a third baseman. Now let's talk about Ahmad Rosario. The Mets shortstop. Yeah. A lot of hype around him right now. There's a ton of hype. And Hitting 340 in AAA, I can see why. I mean, Jesus. I could say uh, 340. Like, do, do you bring, do you rush him up if you're the Mets is the question. Is it rushing him up? He's hitting, yeah, he's doing fantastic. He's hitting 340, has 13 home runs. He's got 244 at-bats. Um, what's he have, 44 strikeouts? My thing is, why not? Fifteen walks. As the Mets, you you you've fallen too far out of the contention. You're not you're not going to be playing for a a playoff bid or anything. At least not in my eyes. Maybe they so still you could see kind it, of pair him with a Conforto type thing. Yeah, I think it's just time Start when you're hitting three forty. When you've proven that you're too good or excelling at a minor league level, I don't see why you hold someone 340 and he had 324 last year with 19 steals yeah and 479 bats so I that's pretty much I as close to a sure yeah, thing as you're gonna he's get got, uh, he's not Carlos Correa or Corey Seager no no he's not don't get it wrong there he's very good um so like if more, you had to make a comparison to a pro baseball or like a guy in the pros right now um off the cuff hmm that's that's a slightly less offensive like Xander Bogarts, I would say. Very good defensive guy. Actually, and he Rosario would have more speed. He has he's graded out at a sixty speed, so he has a little bit better speed than Bogarts would, but maybe not quite the pop. But two very excelling defensive shortstops. But I would I would pause on Rosario. I wouldn't. I wouldn't run and be adding him yet. I think the Mets will have to make a few roster moves. Maybe Jose Reyes has to get moved or something, but he's on my he's on my radar, let's put it that for mm-hmm. sure. Alright. I might as well stick with the uh NL East here since they are flooding the, the top of the prospects board. None of which are Phillies. Yes, we talked about J.P. Crawford. Yeah, well, he doesn't really count. We talked about J.P. and Mickey Moniak's in the top 15. So we got two of the top 15. Side note, just for your info. Ozzy Albies, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. He's another guy, not a huge offensive threat. He's a burner. He's a speedster, 70-grade speed. Um, If you see the Braves start to gain steam on moving Brandon Phillips, that's when I would start to uh, really track Ozzy and see. Because he's only a... That's a team that I would... Like, I would bring him up right away. You want to pair him with Dansby Swanson? Yes, well, that's... So, Ozzy and Dansby, through their minor league career, that's that's been their double play. Shortstop second, so... That's their future right there. That's their middle infielder. That's their, that's their building blocks. So, does it make you upset that the Braves are in second place and they're still rebuilding? 
No, not really. I mean, no. they've done a good job of rebuilding. I, I give them credit. And Freddie Freeman's hurt. So it was what very can I quickly. Say? Um, like, at this point, I'll just take a higher draft pick, to be completely honest. Phillies are god awful to watch. <laughs> so they lost 14 nothing the other night. 14 1 to the Braves. Nice. So That's classy. Yeah. You know, it's the Sun Trust field. It's the new ballpark feeling, I guess. It's really getting them going, getting their juju up. Um, you know whose juju is down is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Luckily, they have Mr. Meadows getting ready to come up. Hopefully, in the wings. Now he struggled. He, he he's struggling. Yeah. But he looks like a promising player. He's hitting two fifty two, which isn't terrible. And um, honestly, I think that's really skyrocketed the past like week or so because I think got nine I, stone bases. Yeah, I think I checked like a week or two ago, and he was right around two two oh four, two oh five. So he's a left-handed he's, hitting outfielder. Thirty-eight runs, fifty-five hits, fourteen doubles. So if it's fourteen, if fifty-five hits, you have fourteen doubles, pretty solid, and three bombs. Um, twenty-six RBIs, twenty walks. I mean, he's a decent player. He has a good um, walk I to strikeout say, ratio. I like that. I could see. Him progressing, especially as a guy, they talk about a guy hits the breaking balls very well, and mm-hmm. he also has a good eye at the plate, yep. which is a good recipe for success. And then they're talking about they've been talking about moving Andrew McCutcheon for a year and a yep. half. That's true. His values creeping up creeping slightly. Up. That's, that's right. Um, yeah. He's starting. it really it really killed them that uh, he went by the wayside. No, so no, quickly. no, 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 Blanco. Uh, Oh, Marte. Or Marte, not Blanco. suspension, yeah. So that's another reason that why really killed them. their outfield could use some help. So, like, why wouldn't you move McCutcheon? You're, what are they? Did you know the Yankees are pursuing Garrett Cole, speaking of pirate moves? It's a good move on their part. I mean, they got the prospects. I wouldn't be giving up Torres. I wouldn't, be giving up, I wouldn't be giving up Garrett Cole. I don't understand. I th- why would I you think, give up Garrett Cole? I think the Pirates are seeing a a lengthy, not a lengthy, because they do have some good young guys, and we not we le- it's not really a rebuild. It's just not a really longer retool. process, just retooling and reconfiguring. You know, they got some good young players. If you look two and three years down the road, how old's Garrett Cole? Then how Garrett are, Cole's like twenty six no, years know, old. But contract wise, then you're talking about resigning. But they don't him. pay anyone. I know. But they have to be enticing for him to stay, and he's a California guy. But if the Pirates could package Garrett Cole and I understand. whatever and somehow get the Yankees to throw in a Torres. Yeah, they better not give him Torres. They can have Chase Headley. They're not going to want Chase Headley. I can nah. tell you that. You think that who do you Clint think they'll Frazier. want? They could throw in a Clint Frazier. <sighs> I mean, it's another guy. How about Brett Gardner? You can have Brett Gardner. You can have anybody that plays other than the good young players. That's not what they're looking for. I can tell you that. They would not. What about Jorge Mateo? Another shortstop, second base, slasher. You know, they already got Torres. They could uh, could package him. You know, that's someone you could build around. You know, I'm a fan of uh, Didi. I think Didi's grown into a nice player. Starling Castro, both of them have been surprises, and they're both relatively young. Yeah. I mean, they're probably, they're no older than 28, I wouldn't think. 29. Maybe Starling's around 28, 29. Maybe Starling's. But uh, not too much older. Yeah, they could package, throw in a Justice Sheffield, a pitcher. They get a pitcher right back. How do you feel about Justice Sheffield? I don't know. You know when, like, your dad has always been good, but, like, obviously. 
those who don't know, his father's Gary Sheffield. Yes. Who's probably one of the better power-hitting right-handed hitters ever, right? Infamous um, swing, infamous like batting stance. But his son's a pitcher. It's very strange. Usually you play the same position, you're just yeah. better. Like, look at Vladimir. Did you hear about Vladimir Guerrero's son? They said he's probably a better hitter than his pop. Yes, I was going to bring him up. His name is just bouncing off the walls everywhere. Apparently he can hit balls that bounce off the ground. Just, yeah, just like his dad. You know. Vladdy so. Jr. is up to the 28th ranked prospect for the Blue Jays. Must be nice. What's he hitting? 344 right now. Now that's a pro. Like, but we are talking about single A. He's only an 18-year-old kid. I, I don't mean, care. We're, we're talking about two, two, three years down the road. We'll see him in the league. But at his rate, he is skyrocketing up. Which, I'm a big Vladdy fan, so good for him. I'm a big Vladdy fan, too. I think everyone was. Who didn't like Vladimir Guerrero? I think because we were just young. Watching him host Watching people him. from deep right field. He's like everything that Yasiel Puig is not. Everything he aspires to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's kind of not a jerk, and I don't know. He just kind of, he played Montreal. I know, that. You know, Montreal was pretty the good for, for a little bit. The old Expos. Does that make you feel old or what? A little bit. They had Pedro Martinez. They had a good team at one time. Yeah. But, but never really put it all together. No. No, they didn't. Any other prospects you got? Yeah. Any hot, hot yeah. takes? Yeah, I do. I have a couple other guys that I would be keeping my eye on. Who? Lewis Brinson. I knew you were going to bring I up Louie. I know, because he's another, he's another name who just he was packaged stop in the Jonathan Lucroy trade. Yeah, that's... With Texas, obviously. What a mistake. I'm sorry, Texas. You gave up way too much for Jonathan Lucroy, someone I never, personally never bought into as being... Jonathan Lucroy is not terrible. He's a good, I like he's Jonathan a good catcher, but he was a an aging catcher. That you gave tons of money to and threw the farm at. Just not a recipe I like for a catcher. You're talking about a, a shortstop, a center fielder, a pitcher. Different story, but a catcher whose lifespan is considerably shorter than most positions. I don't like throwing the farm at it. Well, maybe they'll transition him over to the DH afterwards. It's a very good point, but Mazzara is not a great outfielder defensively. But can smoke the ball, so I can see him manning that DH. But you know, we'll see what it is. They play small. They have a small outfield. But back to Lewis Brinson. I got off topic. Killing it for the Milwaukee Brewers. They got a steal, I think, from Texas. Um, and he was drafted 29th overall in the first round. That's usually you don't see guys move through the the farm system that quick, unless they were the first. I was reading the other day that they compare him to a young Carlos Gomez. That's a good comparison. I would, you know. So he has a very good power to speed combination to work with. Yes, very good. Yep. As we know, fantasy baseball, that is like the key skill set that you're looking for. As far as so when you grade out players. at a 60 power and a 60 run, so your power and your run are above average, that's it's usually a good sign. Mm-hmm. Usually like that. But if you have power and speed, it's a good combo. 
So he's going to go to Milwaukee. He's going to be the next coming of Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun's going to end up leaving. And then he's going to be there. They're going to have no other players that are decent. He'll probably spend his first four to five years there. Wow, hit, you're giving him a whole uh, career outlook. Hit 265 to 270. Ooh. And then get shipped off for another cycle of decent players. Is that just the way you see uh, the Milwaukee's future? The Milwaukee. Yeah, just as a whole. That's upsetting for all you need Milwaukee good fans. pitching. That's true. They, like if you're a small market team, I don't understand. This is the this is what drives me bananas. I'm gonna get on my soapbox. Let's hear. If it. You're a small market team. You cannot win with two hitters. You can't. You need good young starting pitching because then you can go buy free agent hitters because they're more likely to come play with you for a little bit. Go look at Kansas City. Now they're trying to win with hitting, and what's that got them? Nothing. Yeah. Same thing in Pittsburgh. It's true. You know? it's How many times you got to see the same exact thing? Look at the Cardinals. They they understand that concept. They're not even a small market team, but they play like a small market team. San Diego can't seem to do either of them right. But the only time they were good, they had a few, or decent. They had some young pitching that was decent. Marlins, same thing. Actually, Marlins kind of bucked the trend slightly. They did when... Shouldn't even I mean, have said that. However, look at the Rays. Right. Rays had good pitching. Rays continually have decent young farm pitching. Same with the Orioles on a little bit different scale, even though they're a bigger team. And once the pitching goes away, your team goes yeah. away. Usually that's when things start you know? to fall apart. So right? I don't know why they're not looking to trade some of these young hitters that you don't you're kind of on the fence about and go get yourself a stud young pitcher. Go do it. Unless you're the Red Sox and you just buy whoever you want. I think the Red Sox are regretting. I mean, not the sale trade so far, but the David Price trade. It wasn't a trade. Right. That's true. That's a good point. Maybe, okay, they're not regretting a trade, but I do think they're 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 starting to regret. They're starting to regret signing him. But he's always been that way. But you know what the luxury for that is? He's not their ace. He's their number three. Right. Yeah. Or two and a half, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's true as well. Like, I, mean, I did keep him on my roster for all this time, so I would like to see him start to turn things around a little bit. But, um, yeah. Look at Toronto. We talked about Toronto for the last few years on how good they were at hitting. But when when push comes to shove and you get to the playoffs, you're not going to win shit. Yeah, you got to be able to pitch. You're really not. You got to be able to pitch and then. You have I to have starting pitching. And bullpen. I mean, you gotta have some some bullpen. But you can buy bullpen players. You buy them. You can. You know, for the most part, you can kind of piece. Go look it at Houston. Houston's a perfect example. Who did they get? They had. They started with Dallas Keuchel. They threw Lance McCullers in there. Now they went and got uh, Ken Giles from the Phillies. Yep. Who? Uh, what other young starters do they have? They have a couple. Um, I know their bullpen is outstanding. And their bullpen's outstanding. And what do they do? They threw. They have one superstar hitter. Actually, they have a lot. They now. have a couple, yeah. But Let's, I mean, Korea. but I mean, they're they're going to be a perennial powerhouse. But then they threw in a few good old players to gel with the team, kind of teach them leadership qualities. And look, Minnesota's going to have the same stinking problem. Yeah, Minnesota's now falling off the cliff, which we have said all year long. They have run differential of negative twenty eight. They're almost the 500. Yeah. They play 12 and 18 on the ro- at home. 
They're getting lucky on the road. They're four and six in the last ten. They're just taking time bomb. Still, still holding up first place. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Before that, that did, uh, Cleveland's going to get it together. Cleveland won the World Series, and they have young pitching, and it was hurt half the time. They lost the World Series. Well, they went to the World Series. They, I said. They, oh, I didn't say won. Gotcha. I said went. They did go to the World Series. I agree. Houston killing it with a 700 win percentage. Maybe the Angels will figure that one out. See how that works. Go get some pitching. Albert Pujols and Mike Trout. Ruined Mike Trout. They really did. He loves it there, too. He absolutely loves it. It's California. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful California. But, like I've said... I would be already looking to move on from Mr. Trout. I don't know. Would you? That, that's such would you a hard sell? question. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. So would you sell? Would question. you get rid of him? I'm so on. That's so. It would really come down to what are you going like, to give me? How much? But you can go get a lot for him. How fast will I be able to turn my franchise? Who knows? Around? But it ain't going to work with just him. I agree. I've been saying it so. All that's for a while. not helping. Now the people aren't leaving. They're not even sitting in the stands. Nope. At least before they had, they oh, we had the MVP. And he still is the MVP. Most More vacant will personality. Win. Yeah, but he probably will win the MVP again this year. No, probably not. He's been hurt. That's true. But before he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, before he got hurt, he yes. He was dominating. Yes, he was. And I'm sure he'll dominate when he gets back. But I, I agree. I think uh, the Angels should really be looking... At moving him, as hard as it is to say, I'm sure a lot of people in California are diehard child fans, but... I feel like California doesn't really care. They just have a laissez-faire, just... I mean, I live on the East Coast, so what do I know, but... Yeah. You know. Do you feel like everybody, as far as baseball goes, are they split on the... So what do they got, four teams? Four teams in California? You got the Giants? Uh, Yeah. You have the Dodgers, you have the Padres, and the Angels. The Angels. You think it's twenty five percent across the board? No. Do you think it's all or Dodger fans? I think it's mostly Dodgers. Do you? I think very little San Diego Padres fans. Yeah. That's hard to say. I mean, we I'm live in curious. Delaware. Every single person you meet is the same fan of basically the Phillies, the Eagles, the Flyers. We don't meet too many people that uh. Like me. Yes, like you. A a Redskins fan and a Yankees fan. But I like to buck the trend in life. I really like to go out on a limb. I understand. Yeah, well, that's what I do. That's what I do best. You grew up watching them. I understand that. And Oakland. We forgot about Oakland. The old A's. Yeah, one of my favorite teams. I forget that. Five teams. Five teams in one state. We can't even get one in ours. Oh, they're never going to either. <laughs> never. No. So sad. Oh, well. Well, you know, like the whole um, National League West is almost California teams. Yep. Three of the five. Colorado's yeah. 40 and 23. Still playing good yeah. ball. Colorado. See? Good pitching. Good pitching. Pitching well. It's a miracle from God. Um, Pitching well, and then you can hit just... For the sole fact that you play in Colorado and they have some good young hitters. And Trevor Story hasn't done jack for them. He's, I don't think he's all I don't really think he's great. I, I agree. 
I think they would be smart to ship him out. Ship him out, and then just because you're not going to lose. What are you going to do? Score one less? Yeah. You're playing Colorado. Go get yourself. There's a perfect example. Go get yourself better pitching. When you have you the number, let's see, the number tenth prospect in all of minor league baseball, who happens to be another shortstop. Boom! There's your replacement. Bang. I'd be jumping all over that. It, that it would have been done deal for me. That feel-good story from Trevor. How hard is Everyone's that? high on him, yep. I agree. Like, what's his name? Rogers? Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers hitting 387 this year and 168 at-bats. He's good. Okay, let's go. He, he's still only in high A ball. It's not triple right, A, well. not double A, but, I mean, he was, I think, the third overall pick. He was behind yep. Swanson and Bregman. Yep. So, I mean, those first three picks are all potential. It makes studs. five and a half million bucks. I know, must be nice. But give me half. He's a very power hitting middle infielder. He does have some power. He just has which a is sweet good. Stroke. He just squares balls up that he can line drive. I would right absolutely out. get rid of Trevor Story. Man's hitting barely over two hundred. I mean, that, there's probably no value there. There's some value just being young. Values down, but after the year he had last year, I mean, you see the potential. He had 30 home runs, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, so there's potential there. And from what you hear from Colorado, they they like him so much that they wouldn't even consider trading him. But I I would think a little differently than that. Um, I do have a kind of a a question. You, did you see the the home run slash out by not by Mookie Betts, but he caught the ball because the fan kind of dropped it in his glove? Yes, I did. What you, thoughts on that? Like fan interference? Like what? It's absolutely I, fan interference. But what do you do? He's out. What do you, you go if to the was, replay? Well, I don't understand. Well, like, Why? what do you have replay in there if yeah. you're not going to use it? How? Like. Why I, the Yankees weren't screaming off the top of their head? Because uh, he caught that. it. What are you going to do? Replay and say it was fan interference. And, do, the and then one. what? It's a foul ball? No. Home run. Home Smart. run? No. It, he, he reached he, over he, the, the ball. The fan and didn't go the over ball. the ball. The fan he, was over on the home run side of no. the wall. Yes, he, yeah, no. he was. He wasn't. Watch it again. He reached over. He didn't. Slightly. I don't think he did. I think he did. Agree to disagree. I don't know why people just don't keep their damn hands to themselves nowadays. That's that's another good point. But so he so it was over the fence. So let me ask you this: If you think the fan reached over the fence, as uh, as in fan On, interference, in right? As in play, and what if it was the other way around? You see it as I saw it: the fan didn't go over the fence. It was a clear home run, but Mookie Betts would have just robbed it. I don't know. I mean, no, because then it's fine. He's then, out. Then Actually, home- that's more of a reason. That's a he's out. He robbed the home run. It's like a foul ball when they everybody like reaches in this. You know, when you reach yeah. in the stands, you, you yeah. play with the the fans. You wrestle with the fans when you're on the road. Catch the ball. Yeah, everybody goes crazy. Same idea. Okay, so say it was a home run, but the fans still. Interfered with it after it was a home run and it dropped in Mookie Betts' glove. Do you call that a home run? Or Say that, that again. A- I'm sorry. So I'm a little slow. 
the ball went over the fence. Yep. The, the fan did not reach over the fence and interfere with Mookie Betts at all. Okay, yep. But he did try to catch the ball when it was a home run. Gotcha. And then dropped it because... And then it fell on the field? And then fell into Mookie Betts' glove. That's how I saw it. He's out. You call that out, but if you... How's that... But if you replay it and you said fan interference... Doesn't matter. Ball didn't touch anything. So, what, what else would you call it? I w- I would say you would say it's a home run even I, though I, it went in the guy's glove. Yeah, I call I would call There's it a home a, run. You can't do that. The fan touched well, it and dropped heck? it in his glove. Well, you know what? We should just start putting center fielder stand on top of the wall, and if in case it's a home run, you jump over the fi- wall no. and you catch no. the ball. He's out. No, actually, I mean, home run. I lied. No, that's not what I'm saying. It kind of is. I just I don't see how a fan can drop I, the I ball don't. into a glove that's. A home run. It if was it's on over the, the fence, right. on the home run side of the fence. Correct. Over the fence is the home run side. Right. Over the fence. Yes. So say, so say instead of the guy trying to even catch the ball, say it just like smacked him right in the freaking face, and it dropped down and into Mookie Betts' glove. Is that a, is that an out? He wasn't trying to interfere. He so wasn't trying to do is anything. Betts, is Betts reaching over the wall? He's f- reaching over the, over the fence to try to catch the ball. He's out. The, the ball hits the guy in the face and He's drops out. in Mookie Betts' He's glove. Out. He's out. Yes. I, I, that's, He's so, out. That's bizarre to me. Well, guy shouldn't have been standing there. I just think you should replay and say, okay, the ball went over, hit this guy in the, in the head, and somehow he caught the ball. No, he's out. Phenomenal catch. That is a phenomenal catch, I guess. I, I I don't know how the Yankees didn't like fight for that. Joe Girardi argues about everything. If he didn't argue, there's a good reason. Mm, I don't know. That just baffles me. So it baffles you, okay? I'm baffled by that. That play, I thought for sure would have been just replayed, called a home run, but it's like. Reverse fan interference. It's weird. I know. So they didn't probably know what to call, so they just didn't call anything. Great catch, Mookie. Nice catch. <laughs> an assist from from the fan. That's what it is. It's like an assist. I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, I don't know. Well, what did they consider? Well, it's like when Conseco had the ball hit off his head. Right. And went over the fence. I, did I you see the Did I you see the play like a, a few weeks ago? Hit off two people and then went over the fence. No, I didn't. You didn't see that. <laughs> no. Yeah, one, uh, it hit either one guy's in the head and then it hit another guy's glove and then went over the fence. That I completely that, see. I can understand how that's a home talent run. right there, fellas. I would never get that lucky. No, you wouldn't hit the ball. You may hit it, but it wouldn't go that far. Nope. <laughs> Neither would I. So it really doesn't matter. I'm not saying it. It's just you, but. Either way. I'd like to get some perspective from other people, honestly. Home run out on the Mookie Betts fan play. Maybe. I'd like to know what other people think. They're going to agree with me. I've heard it both ways. I've heard people think, that's ah, a home run, that's ah, an out. Just like kind of we're, we're differentiating, but. We have differing opinions? We do. It's not really opinion. Mine's fact. Yours is... Factual? Nonsense. I don't really have any more... You got anything else? 
my my prospects. I mean, I have some guys that I could talk about, but I don't see them having too much of an impact this year. Um, we could talk about my buddy Scott Kingery from the Phillies leading the all of professional baseball in home runs. Oh yeah, he's a second baseman. If Cesar Hernandez gets traded before the deadline, oh yeah, trade the only mediocre piece that they have. Yeah, try and mediocre get to above average. Get something for him. I mean, you were the guy telling them everyone last week to what you know trade him. You should you should look to trade as a Cesar. fantasy baseball player. Yes, yeah. not as an organization and a GM. Well, what else they got? Not much. Okay, but but, but Cesar's not winning you anything. No, but all right. So you're going to trade Cesar Hernandez on the Phillies, but you wouldn't trade Mike Trout when you're still no, not winning. No, when I you're still I, not winning as an organization. I said we are. Well, I would trade Mike Trout. I've been saying I would, not easily, and not overnight. It would have to be literally everything you got. They don't I, want to trade him. They don't want to trade him. I, Please, if, if they said he's on the block, then every yeah. every team would have an offer on the table, whether yeah. they're good or not. I don't know. But. Right. But I think they should entertain that idea. And maybe... Cesar or, her, or Trout? Trout. All right, we don't... Yeah, but I, I agree. But I want to go back to Trout. Um, Cesar should be moved? I say he should be moved because, one, his value is probably higher than it's ever been. We talked about it. I he's agree. Not, he's not a 300 hitter. He's more in that 270 to 280 range. Yep. Um. And if you can trade him while he is playing at an all-star level, why not get what you can for him when, realistically, Scott Kingery is probably your future? And yeah. and maybe he won't get called up. Maybe The you'll Phillies have to find need a, a power hitter. We do. We definitely do. Like, nothing else matters until they find a power hitter. And they thought that was Franco. Preferably a right-handed power hitter. Yeah, yeah. like Franco. But he's turned into a, just a, a line drive. That's because... Man, he, here... I was talking to somebody about this, even though it's probably all me. about the Phillies. No, it was, probably wasn't. It may have been. Matt Stairs needs to go. It was a it was a weird... Matt Stairs. Why do you have Matt Stairs as your hitting coach? He was a mediocre hitter. He ran into a few fastballs. What was his that's career all, average? That's all he like, was, was a fastball hitter. There's no reason Matt Stairs should be the hitting coach. He is not developing anything. Aduba Herrera is not better than when he first walked in the door. Nope. Mikel Franco is not better. Cameron Rupp sucks. Um, every Tommy, single one of them. Tommy Joseph is really the only one that has until, shown some progression. Yeah, until he s- screws him up. Yeah. And then he plateaus. I, I just don't I don't get it. Why don't you just have John Crock as, as your pitching coach? Yeah. Right, they might do that. You never know. It could bring, happen. Bring me in. So. I should try. Matt Stairs had an OPS plus of th- 117. Just isn't terrible. That's no, he was a good fastball hitter. If you he threw had the 265 man, home runs career. If you threw the man a fastball, there's a good chance he could square it up. He had 262 career hitter. So PS was the 832. That's decent. he's an average. He's an average hitter with above average power. Remember mm-hmm. um, when we were talking about Pete Rose on my last? This is my last thing for the other day. Rose. Remember he had 60 career stolen bases and he's known as a jackrabbit? Yeah. Captain Hustle. Matt Stairs has 30 career stolen bases. 30. And Matt Stairs is a walking Twinkie. He's more... He, he, like, he probably is walking with five Twinkies on him. 5'9". Did you know he's 5'9"? 
Is he really? Yeah. Hot I dog. No, I did not know that. Outfielder, pinch hitter, and he's Canadian, too. I did know he was Canadian. He refer- He talks about it a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe so, you should talk about an approach at the plate. I'm seeing more stolen bases than 60 from Pete Rose here. No. 198 in his career. Where did I get 60 from? I don't know. Maybe on just the Reds or something yeah, maybe in a I'm certain period. I'm not really sure. But All I know is... I mean, it's not a lot of stolen bases by any stretch either. Don't check fact on me. I'm fact-checking you, baby. You know? Can't let you spew out nonsense. I don't spew out nonsense. Anyways, I got. Anywho, um, I'm done. How about you? Got anything else for the lovely audience? No, I. You know what should we talk about next week? Let's kind of give everybody a heads up. Do you want to talk about the shift? If not, we'll come up with something better. That's something we've been we've been looking into. How the shift has impacted has really impacted players and and careers and the careers the game in general so that's something we've been talking about possibly doing a whole show about just i think it's interesting the effect of and the then shift. we can talk about some of the players that could be impacted with it today right. and moving forward yeah like so they played ryan howard and david ortiz the same way it talks about the differences on how one approached the rest of his career and one didn't mm-hmm. and why their career played out like they did I think it has a... a it's very interesting, it and it's going to be very upsetting for you. I'm not that upset over It's like Ryan 90% Howard. stubbornness. Really? Yeah. Well, if people want to hear us talk about the shift and how that affects things, I'm definitely down to talk about because it, it has a, a sabermetrics type of aspect to it. So, And like, we could talk like about how it impacts that. your roster moving forward as, yeah, as well. Absolutely. Because it has a lot of different type effects on... on teams and players and everything else but so the biggest takeaway from today was Yomak Mankata is really the only prospect I'm picking up today and have somewhat confidence in in uh producing for you on your fantasy team there are some guys that if really just hit the ground running can but I have my doubts Mankata is the one guy I'm really I'm going to keep my eye on and hopefully see how the season plays out for him once he once he gets called up because it's it's only a matter of time. But uh, that's about it for today, guys. We will see you next week. Um, let us know if you want to hear anything specific. If not, we're going to talk about the shift, and then yeah, you know, the normal news. So that's it, guys. Um, Till next week. See ya.